0: I'm Jordan Goodman. And I'm Justin Goodman. We're third-generation insurance agency owners and also brothers. Even though we had the same upbringing, we see the world very differently. This caused significant issues in our early years, but we eventually embraced the idea that every coin needs two sides to be complete.
1: In 2018, we launched our second company, Total CSR, with the aim of reducing new-to-industry onboarding timeframes from two years to two months. Since then, we've traveled the country speaking to thousands of agency owners and their teams. And we've come to realize two things. We all struggle with similar challenges, regardless of size and location. And oftentimes, we are too embarrassed to ask for help. The Independent Agent Podcast is our attempt to provide helpful answers to your most difficult questions. Anonymously, of course. Thanks for listening.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 23 of The Independent Agent. I am Jordan. And I am Justin. And he is Justin. Be kind and rewind, his shirt says, with the Blockbuster Absolutely. logo on it, right? Yeah. 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 Last week was Dunder Mifflin. hmm I got my shirts. He's got all kinds of fun shirts like that. Okay. Uh, so for our drinking today, so I mentioned a couple episodes ago I had gotten some, some 23 bottles of whiskey from a restaurant that was looking to offload some. So, what I want to do, we got two bottles of Mictors, both a bourbon and a rye. Okay? Bourbon, again, being corn, uh, rye being rye. And I want you to taste them side by side so that you have an awareness as to the difference between the two. okay? Okay. So, first... I'm going to give you, you... You've got the H last. It's Haley's.
1: It's not Hillary? You're not trying to draft Hillary right now? <laughs> uh,
0: I, I'm i going to leave that there.
1: Okay. All right. So there's that.
0: Okay. And then this is the rye.
1: All right. So good. You didn't put too much in there. I did. And,
0: and I want you to, We're going to try them. Both separate and comparing, and then I'm going to add just a splash of water to each so they open up so you can appreciate the complexity of the flavor that that erupts. I'm sure I will. Okay, so first, we poured the bourbon in front, right? Yep. Okay. So I'm not going to say anything about them. I want you to explain the difference between them to everyone. (laughs) Rubbing alcohol number one. (laughs)
1: We might be able to sanitize the area <laughs> to prevent the spread of coronavirus. Oh, my God. Okay. Now, now the, second the second one? one. All right. Oh. <laughs> this one will do a better job at sanitizing. <laughs> wow.
0: Okay. So now what I want to do.
1: I have to do it again? <laughs> you do.
0: This is This is hazing. So what we've now done is put a, just a dash of water in there. So it opens it up, takes away some of the, the alcohol there.
1: So basically what I did was when my mom used to make orange, orange juice by concentrate back in the day, right? <laughs> That's what I tasted first. Now it's like... Those you, frozen cans? Yes. Yeah. So, yes, I tasted that drink plus water. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and let me try the other one. Yep. I that this one, the second one, which is
0: a rye, it's
1: almost like drinking nail polish remover, which (laughs) I haven't done,
0: but such a disappointment. Oh my gosh. Now, if you were to venture into what each of these bottles cost, if you were to buy them today.
1: I hope you didn't spend more than ten bucks a
0: bottle. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) They're each about two fifty.
1: I hope you drink the rest of what's in the bottom of my. Well, I
0: can't because you have... <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm kidding. He just has COVID. <laughs> oh,
1: gosh. He has... <laughs> there, are, there are no words right now. I love you, brother. Question number one. The coronavirus pandemic has impacted <laughs> a, a lot of businesses, as a producer, it makes me question my current niche focus. What industries do you expect to be the winners as a result of this? And are there any particular niches you would focus on? So the winners of this are manufacturers, um, specifically those that could pivot uh, to whether it's mask making or any number of, of pieces of medical equipment that are required during this time. I'm, what, what's the piece of equipment that's being used?
0: Oh the, um, <laughs> yeah, you're you know, drawing a blank too. I, I, I am um, the one, uh, not Hoover. What's the other the vacuum? <laughs> I want to say defibrillator, but that's <laughs> those are probably being we are used so too. So helpful. Uh, so anyway, you didn't tell me to talk about medical stuff.
1: Yeah, so we're. I would I would focus on the manufacturing space, um, specifically those manufacturers that can pivot in a time of crisis. Past that, I think. We're seeing what businesses the
0: government deems essential. Holy goodness! What is this called? Why I'm this is gonna drive me nuts.
1: Yeah, you're gonna have to to deal with that. And now he uh, steps out of the camera, grabs his cell phone, and we'll go to Google because go we have the memory of goldfish. Keep talking. Um, so I would go manufacturing. I'd look at the essential businesses because
0: uh, if this is gonna impact us, respirators. Once, I didn't even get there. I just I didn't even have to type it in. My goodness. So um that that's what i'd suggest i would
1: also suggest businesses that are well positioned to respond in a time of of crisis uh, where we have to go to remote work i think um uh you've got technology companies that are out there that's a good space to play in but yeah i think by and large i'd, I'd be in the manufacturing space uh anything that that has the capability i i never would have thought ford would be making what are they making you just said the word.
0: Not the fivblers. My goodness. <laughs> uh, respirators. Respirators. Yeah.
1: Right. I never thought that, or that Tesla would, you know, go and 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 you know find that that same path. So, I find industries that they can shift their manufacturing operations because if this happened once, I gotta imagine there's a lot of other stuff out there that could get us again. So, uh, I don't think this will be our first go round or
0: last go round. I don't agree with you. All right. Yeah, there's going to be 10 or 12, maybe 20 publicly traded companies that are going to benefit from that. So yes, if you're at a large house and you're insuring one of these public companies, then yeah, you might find some benefit. I, I just don't think the smaller manufacturers are going to come into play. Anymore. They have The small
1: manufacturers have come into play. They've, a lot of them have.
0: Okay, whether or not that that offsets... The, the loss that they've had. I just, I, look, I, I don't think you can pick an industry as a niche and in insurance and say, it's going to benefit you as the broker I, in this. I, I don't see that being a reality.
1: They asked. I answered.
0: Yeah. My answer is Justin's wrong. I, I, I just, I, I don't see that that, that is a realistic expectation. I would say if you have some capital that you want to put to use in the market, that's tanked, go for it. And that might be a good hedge against your book going down because we all remember how 08 rocketed back the past decade. But I think your, your best hedge against this whole thing is get aggressive and be a provider of resource and work harder than you've ever done. Because if this thing turns into a spot where insurance agencies really start to get hit, You'll see producers retire again, uh, like happened you know a decade ago, and people will be looking for uh, new pl- new agencies to move their business to, and if you are the sharp one and provide value, um, that's how you'll grow your book, just like we did way back when.
1: Yeah, I guess I would also add that if an industry like the restaurant space where people are going to be getting out of it and pivot away from it because of this temporarily, it may be the opportunity to get into it because... Totally. A- I 100% agree
0: with you. Like, that's what happened with... Are you saying I'm right? I'm saying you're learning from me. We talked uh, about this. Okay. You're never right. You just learn from me, mm. right? No. I, I Continue. 100% agree with you. So, industries that are hard hit from this,
1: when everyone else is now pivoting away from it, is the time to jump in, write it at the the you know it's it's lower premium because there's less payroll etc um less overall revenue the agency but if you can find a way to service that when it comes back you'll reap all those benefits and and you'll not have had the overhead associated with trying to service that industry so you're well positioned to to make your play at this time
0: but you need to be realistic with what that looks like so and this is just from experience when you had the the crash of 08 into nine and ten and 11 etc so Justin and I all we do is insure contractors in California obvious and, and a tremendous amount worked on new residential tract construction things fell off a cliff right and so Justin and I were were, were hunting business and we won so much business because, we would respond to phone calls and emails within minutes or just be picking up live. And everyone else was was in such disorder that they couldn't do that. And so we actually took care of people, the amount of business, and it was very small business. And rates were low back then too. 70% of our book, 60% of our book is is comp revenue. So we were getting just nothing in terms of rate. And there was the payrolls were, were were just down there. There was nothing, but we were responsive and we were there and we supported them, but it took a while, right? It didn't happen overnight. What happened was the crash happened and you had all these people that specialize in contractors still trying to hang on to their books and they grasped in the grasped, And as things collapsed further and further, they finally gave up. So if restaurants go the way of crashing for a while, stick with it if 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 restaurants if you're looking for a niche or whatever or whatever retail whatever the, the industry happens to be stick with it stick with it stick with it because you'll see this drop off if our experience with what happened to contractors is the same there people will eventually give up and when they give up you are there to take advantage of it
1: and also know that the amount of we are prepared for what we've actually, prior to this happening, I was preparing for a downturn and letting my staff know we were having a conversation six months ago. I didn't think it was going to take this turn, but I said, when this happens, we're getting aggressive. And so when other agencies may be laying off people and providing less resources to clients, we're going to go into growth mode. And we've got our war chest ready to, to do so. And that's the time to make yourself differentiated by the services you offer. And, you know, that, that that phone call returned quickly, all that makes a difference because the customer says to you, I know I'm a small fish now, and so their ego's taking a hit, their business has been shellacked, and you're still getting back to them ASAP like they were yesterday to you, right? They didn't change in value as a a customer to you, the revenue to the agency did. And a lot of people forget that. And just as they shrunk, they can grow again. And so you've got to to position yourself so that if you're going to jump into that new space, be that Johnny on the spot, be there for them when they need you, respond, uh, care for them. And if you're already in a niche that's highly impacted, you've got... (laughs) You're staring at the dog again. You have to give those so resources to uh, the ADHD in you. <laughs> I know. You've got to give those resources to that person as if they are still at the same revenue side, because in truth, at this moment in time, they need you now more than they did 30 days ago. So you've got to be there for them. Question two, you going to read that one?
0: Sure. It's on the ground, but I'll get there. A lot of agencies are looking to cut costs right now to adjust for the downturn in the economy. Is your agency doing the same thing? If not, why not? And if you are investing more, where are you focusing?
1: Well, since I answered that first, go ahead, Jordan, you can answer your own question.
0: You answer, I answered both first last time.
1: Sure. Okay. So I just got done saying um, that we're going to double down. So you will see us spend a tremendous amount of dollars on marketing as far as our agency is concerned you will see us um, on our our staff even before this happened uh, we made a commitment to our staff we said regardless of what happens and when the downturn happens nobody is losing their job we have set aside money so that when the downturn happens we can you know hit the the, the pedal and just go full steam ahead and so, Where we're investing is really smartly in the ways that we can grow our book of business. We have uh, some strategies in place that are a bit unique, which we don't want to give away our competitive advantage. But if you email me, Justin at Total CSR, I've got a a pretty few uh, wicked strategies that we're deploying right now that um, are yielding some big time results for us and I I just think you've got to put your resources behind your people so that when the downturn happens, they know they have security. If they know that they have financial security, they're going to be able to do a better job for you, service the clients better. And then when you go to them and say, hey, by the way, now's the time to ask for that referral. Now's the time to ask for that other line of business. They'll understand why you're doing it and the fact that you front loaded with the fact that the downturn doesn't impact their job, so their family can continue as business as usual. But in return, there's going to be a, a a needed amount of help on their end to, to go the extra mile to service those customers. I think that will pay dividends for us. And you can ask me in 12 to 18 months, but I think we're going to win there. Uh, but again, when everybody pulls back, that's when we're going to invest. It's the same rule as the stock market. When this thing is bottoming out and we'll see how that all plays out, everyone becomes gun-shy with dollars. That's not how we're going to be and we're going to invest, invest, invest.
0: Jordan? I, I, again, agree. We need to find questions that we disagree on more. But I look at this... I wish I had better ways to say this to sound more eloquent. I'm licking my chops, right? It's one of those things that I learned from the 8 nine, ten crash of all the things that I wish we had resources to do back then that we could have taken advantage of so many things. So the past several years, Justin and I have been preparing for something to happen. Now, we had no idea it would be anything like this or this kind of magnitude. I mean, literally, we thought we'd have like a 10-20% pullback. and it, So this is way out of out of the zone that we thought it would be but we were prepared and we are coming to really take over like that is that's the that's the play here and hopefully the agency that you're at whether you're the principal or not that was your play too and if it if it wasn't it's okay to cut cost where you were spending things unnecessarily, uh, money on things unnecessarily. We'll probably do some of the same too, just because that's what you do. You start to have success, you get a little fat and happy. It's human nature. But reallocate resources toward growth right now, right? Not towards survival, toward growth. Because this is where you accumulate right now. Now is the time to accumulate. If you can put your resources to work in the next 12 months, assuming this thing has some, some form of extended impact on the economy, you will reap those benefits in the next 36 to 48 months by double or triple or quadruple. So I agree with Justin. Hopefully- You're uh, saying I'm right. We've talked about this so many times. I know. I just saying. like hearing You've it. learned uh-huh. so much from me so my, my wife is is about 15 feet from me and she's laughing why are you laughing hayley she, she loves us both yeah i think we covered it i think we covered it uh i hope you guys are all staying safe out there if you have questions email to justin at total csr if you have drink recommendations jordan at total csr Please like, review, feedback, etc. on all the platforms and we are thankful for your listenership. Cheers.